It's a great day to clean your desk because, you know, it's National Clean Your Desk Day. I'm going to be pulling out the white gloves to make sure you dusted. This is today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, yeah, as I mentioned, it's National Clean Your Desk Day. Uh, We're going to be talking with Pamela Will later in the show. She's a organizer, and she's been doing this for 25 years. And she's going to kind of give me some tips on my desk, and perhaps you, too, can do the things that she is suggesting. We'll talk with her in just a bit. But first, we've got a couple of other national days to talk about today. It's National Rubber Ducky Day. And really, I I should have booked a guest probably uh, just to talk about rubber duckies. Uh, I will tell you a story about rubber duckies. See, they have these little rubber duckies in a uh, one of those machines that you put a quarter in, vending machine things, right? And uh, yeah, we found this duck when my kids were little and we called it Plucky. And my kids loved Plucky the duck. And so they lost Plucky the duck, of course, right? Because it's the one that they totally loved. So I kept going back to Safeway and putting in another quarter and putting in another quarter and trying to get another Plucky. But no, I kept getting all these other ducks. So we would collect all these various ducks. My wife would go do it too. And next thing you know, we've got a bag full of ducks and none of them are Plucky. We probably spent 50 bucks on these little tiny little ducks back then to try to find Plucky once again. Anyway, Eventually, we did strike gold. We got Plucky. I came home all excited. And of course, they had already found Plucky. Uh, so, <laughs> and they didn't care. <laughs> but uh, it was worth the, the try, right? I, I felt like uh, pretty good about that. Um, it's also National Sticker Day. I have no stories about that, but uh, Sticker Day. Um, enjoy that. Yeah, put them on your uh, you know water bottles. You can be a Visco girl. All right, uh, let's take a look at our events for today. In 1968, Johnny Cash performed live at Folsom State Prison. He recorded the album. Yeah, Well, actually, they did two concerts. They did one at like nine in the morning and then one in the afternoon. They did two concerts just in case one, you know, got messed up by like a prison riot or something. No, I don't think that was the reason. It was just, you know, so the recording sounded good. This is one of the greatest albums of all time. I, you know prepping for the podcast. I like to listen to a couple of things. I had to listen to the whole album because it's just awesome. <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, so anyway, uh, if you were there in uh, Folsom Prison, uh, you might still be, um, but you would have seen first Carl Perkins come out and do Blue Suede Shoes, followed by the Statler Brothers doing a couple of tunes. And then taken to the stage was Hugh Cherry. No, not not John yet. Well, he had to have some instructions out to the prisoners to say, don't cheer when Johnny walked out. Wait until he introduces himself. You know, he likes to do that um, Johnny Cash thing, right? So he, they waited and, uh, you know, they complied perfectly. And right when he said it, they all cheered. Because, you know, if they didn't, uh, night in the hole. No, no, uh, that's not it. Anyway, I'm making fun of this, but, uh, you know, Johnny Cash was, uh, he looked into prison reform, met with several presidents about that, and he was really into that. Also, he was really into making really great albums at prisons. Uh, He did this one, and then a follow-up at San Quentin, both hit number one, and both were really easy to get tickets to. You just had to commit a crime. 
Yeah, come on. I had to deal with it, right? All right. In 1969, the Beatles released the Yellow Submarine album. It was sort of like a contractual obligation, or at least that's how they looked at it. There weren't many new songs on the album, and really, it was a soundtrack to uh, the movie of the same name. And what was the movie about? Well, it was about these music-loving people of Pepperland who were under siege by blue meanies, and so the Beatles came in to help. Um it's got a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, if, if that helps. Uh, I've never seen it. And, um, you know, I know a couple of the songs from the album, and those are good. But those were also released as singles without an album attached to them. So I, I don't know what we um, get from this. But okay, cool. Yellow Submarine came out on this day in uh, 1969. Hey, that Folsom Prison album, pretty darn good, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in 1989, Ryan's hope ended after uh, 13 years. All right. And much like that yellow submarine thing, I never saw this either. Um, I did not watch Ryan's hope, but I remember my mom having it on in the background. She would watch this along with all those other soap operas. This was one uh, on ABC and, and yeah, it ended on this day. It followed a Irish American family in New York. I believe their last name was Ryan because that would make sense. And then there was a bunch of character changes and whatnot. So the show went off the air. But if you do want to catch up on Ryan's hope, it is streaming out there, so you can catch that. And, uh, you know, it's got to be better than some of the stuff that's out there right now, right? Because um, you've completely watched all of Netflix. So go now watch uh, Ryan's Hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else are you going to do, right? All right. Uh, on this day in 2012, the Costa Concordia, a cruise ship that was carrying uh, 4,200 people, capsized off of an island near Italy. Uh, it hit a rock just off of Tuscany. This tore a gash in the ship. It listed to the port side. And you would think that they would start an evacuation right away, even though the, you know, because the ship is filling with water and it's starting to tilt into the water itself. But no, it took an hour and a half uh, before they issued an abandoned ship. And then it took six more hours to evacuate everyone. Uh, that's a long time. <laughs> you know, you do these drills uh, when you're on a cruise ship and yeah, six hours, that's, that's not the number that you want to hear. Uh, the ship sat there until 2014. In 2017, it was scrapped. The bill for moving that thing was about a billion dollars, plus the cost of towing because they didn't have AAA. Uh, the captain served 16 years in prison for abandoning the ship and also because of manslaughter. Yes, 32 passengers died uh, when the Costa Concordia capsized. All right, uh, one more event for you. In 2018, a false emergency alert warning of impending doom. Yeah, a missile strike in Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> this caused widespread panic throughout the state, and uh, it was just an oopsie. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe that one. I remember that day. Like, uh, I would totally freak out. Uh, but yeah, it was nothing crazy. All right. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to be talking with Pamela Will, and she is going to help us all get organized. We'll do that right after this. 
There is nothing I hate more than standing by the refrigerator section, looking at a beer selection and not knowing what to pick. Yeah, I'll just pick by the label sometimes, but no, I, I'm going to stop doing that because the Beer Connoisseur has over 5,000 expert beer reviews and in-depth articles about the drink we all know and love. Yeah, it's even got like brewery tours, product reviews, all that fun stuff right there in the magazine. And best of all, because you're one of my listeners, you can take $5 off. Just click the link in the description and head over to the Beer Connoisseur and uh, start drinking better beer. All right, and welcome back. So as I mentioned earlier, it's National Clean Your Desk Day. Well, okay, I'm not the person to talk to you about this. I'm looking at my desk right now and I'm getting a little bit stressed out. I've got a couple of piles on one corner. It's sort of kind of filed. Uh, (laughs) I've got wires everywhere. It's a little messy. So I I don't think I'm the person to uh, talk to you about this. And actually, maybe I need a little bit of help on this as well. So I'm bringing in Pamela Will. She is an organizer for life. She's been organizing everything for 25 years. And today we'll kind of look at the desk and at least start with that. Hey, Pamela. Hi. Hey. (laughs) So, okay. Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with a bit of a mess here. Uh, and I'm not really sure where to start. I, I've, you know, moved things. And I mean, the thing was, I was working, you know, in an office and I had a big desk and an office and all this stuff. And now I've got a smaller desk. I'm in my house. I've got my bills, personal bills, and I've got my work stuff. I've got the stuff for the podcast. How do I clean all this up? Where do I start? You could start by clearing everything off. Just take and everything off. I don't know off. if you've worked with laptops or you yeah, have desktops. Yeah monitors. That's the only thing I'm happy with on my desk. <laughs> okay. Well, that tells you something right there. Um, so um, do you have drawers? Do you have um, uh, maybe a two-drawer filing cabinet? Yeah, I have the filing cabinet. Okay. So I'm pretty good on the filing cabinet. It's all this, like the current stuff. I just don't know. You know, there's so much stuff coming in uh, that I'm not sure so, what to do with. Um, so do you pile them in the stack, everything on your desk? That's basically what I've been doing lately, yeah. Okay. So I could suggest you get the rack that you can put the file folders going upright and then labeling them, you're, they're like in a tiered succession. So you can go over to that stack that's upright now and read the tabs on your file folder. I, I don't know what you're, you're storing in the piles, if it's bills, that payments or credit cards or um, your tax stuff. Um, if it's up on edge, you can see it. Mm-hmm. Of course, in a pile, that drives that would drive me crazy. I think it drives <laughs> most people crazy trying to find it. Looking at this pile that I've got as dishes in the sink, you know, huh? and it's like it's uh, you know just as much work to put that in the dishwasher than it is the sink. Should I possibly look at just as stuff comes in, dealing with it as quick as possible? Or is it better to, to do the filing like you're suggesting? Well, it's we get caught up in other stuff. So it ends up in a pile. Isn't that true? Yeah. Are you you actually have time no. to file it as it comes in? <laughs> yeah, I'm being real. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, so that's the thing. So, it's like, how do I get into like that that mindset? to actually know that, okay, I can't deal with this right now. If you don't have time during the week to do it, of course, the bills always get separated immediately from the junk mail. Mm -hmm. Junk mail goes into another pile, I hate to say it, 
but that that is the least on the priority. What I do with my bills are I open them up immediately and I put them in a bill in order of date due. Mm. So I, I don't forget they're there. They're in my sight because if they're in another pile that, oh my God, what a mess. And then you have problems. It's a practice. So you could, if you didn't, if say, yeah, you're going to start this every day, you would do this. Okay. You know, the phone rings, the kids are wanting your attention and, you know, it's dinner time and all of a sudden you haven't done it. So my suggestion is on Friday or whatever day is the end of your work week, in your work time hour, the last hour is do this. That's what I would say. Or if it takes you 30 minutes, it takes you 15 minutes, do it before you end your work day. If five o'clock is coming, do it at 4.30, start early, and then you're going to have extra time to finish up whatever's going on with work, home, homework mm-hmm. stuff. Homework. That would be my suggestion once a week. If you could do it every day, God, I give you a prize. <laughs> most people, most pe- I mean, realistically, there's other things that come into fold. But if you mm-hmm. allot that time at the end of the week, it might start relieving those piles. But a good thing is to start from scratch, like you're moved into this new office space or you've new, moved into this new room and you're, start, you're reinventing your office space. You've been organizing people for 25 years. To be unorganized, what does it do to the person? Oh, my God. You're, you're, you're so scattered. Yeah. There was one gal that I remember. I lived in a household and she was sick. She kept getting migraines and and you couldn't get in her bedroom because it was so cluttered with stuff. You know, she was a teenager. And so I said to her, let's pretend you're moving out. You pick all the favorite things, everything else. We're going to get boxes and we're going to pack up the boxes and we're going to mark what's in the boxes and put them in the garage. Well, it took a day or two to do this. And, oh, my God, she got her room back and the migraines stopped. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was just too overwhelming. It was stress. Yeah. It was stress. And it causes a lot of anxiety and then your irritability because you can't, you're out, it's out of control and you can't control it. Yeah. There's no, and the other frustration part is because you're not taking steps to do anything about it. I think it builds up. Right. It just builds up. Well, I think it also, it just messes up your whole timeline of, of whatever you need to get done okay, it's going to take longer because now I got to go find that paper somewhere within that pile, or I've got to go, you know, it's like the, the contractors I hear like contractors waste a ton of time just looking for tools, you know, because they don't have their tools organized. And in a way, you know, all that paper and everything that's in that pile, when you're sitting at your desk, those are your tools. And if you don't know where they are, it's just going to add right. time each time you need to go. Right. So you're adding time to your project, adding time to your day. Now, all of a yeah. sudden, you're walking away from your desk later in the day. You're getting dinner yeah. later. Right. It, if you take an investment in yourself and their time to do it, I've set up people different ways. One's just a filing cabinet. One was with a carry box. And some of the people that I have, they're elderly. And... I, this is the carry box that has the insurance, house insurance policies in it. Mm. It also has mm-hmm. 
them getting ready for taxes, any of the bills that they paid that are towards, you know, tax time. If they had to leave the house, they take this box with them. It has a handle. It's plastic. You get them at um, Office Depot. Hanging files, and then you can put um, tabs on them to mark them what they're for. Keeping order for paying taxes. Yeah, and and, and with the craziness of wildfires and things like that, it's nice to have something right. like that where you just know this is the box I yep. need to grab and get out, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's right by your desk. It's right nice. by your desk. Yeah, and you have the not the stuff that you would keep in a safe deposit box like birth certificates and stuff like that. Another. I heard this story about things to keep, vital things, information to keep. Mm-hmm. And one of them was this woman, a friend of hers had gotten divorced and a friend told her, oh, you don't need that paperwork. But she decided to hold on to it. Years later, the woman was going to buy a house and she was asked for proof of divorce. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> thank God she, <laughs> you know, because he was going to be attached to that whole thing. And oh, wow. so it's that kind of thing, of course, goes in safety deposit box or a secure place. You know, I, I feel like one of my favorite little tips for uh, parents out there, if you got your kids in elementary school, th- this is a great way to just keep your whole house organized as they come home with, you know, all these little art projects, things like that, that, you know, they're, they're big when they add all up. So you can't really hang on to all of that stuff. What I have done is I take photos of the project and that way I don't have to hang on to the project forever, but I don't have to throw away those memories as well. Yeah, but you put them into a folder and you actually can make, you know, Shutterfly or it's Apple. You can make a book of their art in print and they have that on their shelf for life of their artwork. Yeah. And some of the sculpture stuff that they've done, some of the sculpture stuff that my daughter did, I have, I use a little um, dishes to put paper clips in and stuff, but you know, you can't, yes, you can't, yeah. you can't take it. It's but I did have her before I, we, we went through everything to make sure she was okay with what was getting tossed. And there were two or three pieces that she wanted herself. Uh, so it was very important to me yeah. that she made the decision of what, and I think that's part of the process that she now carries in her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's good training for, oh, yeah. you know, the yeah, kids. If you, can, if you could teach your kids that now so that they don't get into yeah. a mess later. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a little more at peace about my desk. I know I didn't make any moves, but at least I feel like I have a plan now. So uh, thank you uh, for helping out with that. And thank you for, for joining me today. Just make sure when you're starting to stare at your desk, turn on this podcast <laughs> and hear me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Again. And that might help you motivate you to just pick up, just pick up one piece. It will start the momentum and, or put a timer on, you know, a clicking timer or your set your iPhone timer, 15 minutes a day, try to get motivated. It's, it's a tough thing, but it's a practice. And the more you practice it, the easier it gets. Well, that's perfect. This podcast is about 15 minutes per day. So there you go. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) it works out nicely. Thank you so much for this opportunity to talk to you about your desk. (laughs) 
<laughs> you want to talk about other things like the kitchen, the house, the closet, the garage. Oh, Let no. me know. <laughs> stop, stop. You're stressing me out. I don't want to think about those things too. <laughs> Hopefully a, a national clean your garage day comes up soon, but not too soon. I've got enough to worry about with the desk. Let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Trace Adkins turns 59 today. Julia Louise Dreyfus is 60. Orlando Bloom is 44. Patrick Dempsey is 59. Liam Hemsworth is 31. Wow, all three of those guys um, on the <laughs> same day. Uh, that's somebody's fantasy, probably. <laughs> all right. Oh, and then you throw Nate Silver from 538 The Mix. He's 43 today. And Natalia Dyer is 26. That's your look at January 13th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.